You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast, a ridiculous podcast with ridiculous hosts that discuss ridiculous things. And any mention of board games is purely coincidental. And so, without further ado, and with a heavy dollop of shame and embarrassment on my part, I give you the Board Game Snobs. And welcome to this episode of the Board Game Snobs Podcast. With me today, I'm Gavi. This is Mike. Mike, back from a long hiatus on the podcast. Yeah, it's been a while. Where have you been? Uh, still here, just not on the podcast. Why not? Well, I don't know, man. Time, work, life, schedules. Life and wife. Speaking of wife. There you go. The wife of Mike with us today. Crystal, say Hello. <laughs> He's very trepidatious about being on the podcast. Very. Trepidatious. I looked at it. It was word of the day on my phone today. So I used nice. it just now. I don't know what it means. I think it has something to do with what I just said. Dread. Trepidatious. Dread. Dread. Dread might work. So we're recording with Mike today. We played. Uh, okay. So I come over on to come on over to Mike and Crystal's on, on Sundays regular. when we can. Since Jerry's nonstop busy with killing old people. When he's busy doing that, I come over to Mike and Crystal's on Sundays, <laughs> and uh, we usually play a game or two, usually just one here lately. We're old. Yeah. Some, uh, you, back in the day, we used to get a, mic, uh, a game on Mike. We used to get a game or two in, but here lately, we just get like one game, and that's plenty. That's good. That's because Gobby has to help Jerry hide the bodies. That's true. Just like, uh, uh, oh, there's a game. Bloody in. Bloody End's a good game where you mm. hide the bodies. We played Cryo. We've discussed Cryo on our podcast. Mike and Crystal, how do you feel about the game Cryo? Mike, you first. Me first. I, I love it. I love how it builds up. Um, like the, the engine building at first, there's many different options that you can go at at the very beginning, depending on how you're wanting to play the game. But it all comes to... Uh, you know, a, a really nice finale. Those last two, I'm going to say rounds, but it's not really rounds, but those last two go arounds because everybody's fighting for position in the, in the tunnels, caverns, caverns, caverns. caverns. and it, it makes for a really competitive end to the game. And you can really kind of tell based on how a person started, uh, and you know, what they have in the ships and whatnot, it, it, it how the, how the game's going to flow at the very end. Those last two rounds are critical. I agree. It's, uh, it's a game. It's one of those games like many others where you feel like you do nothing the first several rounds <laughs> except gather a few resources. You're just working. You're just placing and gathering and, and, and the, building. And then the last couple of rounds, bam, everybody's shipping off their pods. And, and it's a fight. Because there's only so many caverns that you can go to, so everybody's trying to to fight for their domination. Domi- yeah, the domination of that cavern. Uh, there's a first and second place, of course, and and really, it's random because there's different cards that you can throw out in those caverns that equal different victory points. But man, the few ones that come out that are four or five victory points a piece, it, it's it becomes pretty ruthless. And in this game. 
what you can do is whenever you recall, you take an incident token. And when the last incident token is out, if it gets taken, that just ends the game. Period. Done. <laughs> well, Crystal was doing quite well, as she usually does in these games. Her and Michael use run neck and neck trying to catch up to me most games. And what <laughs> happened? That's so funny. Catch up to you. You're so far behind, you can't even see us. <laughs> hey, look, I just enjoy playing. It's the journey of. It's all about the journey for me. It still amazes me how someone can lose and still enjoy it. But <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy playing the game. Mm. That's, That's good. Rough. That's good. So, Crystal, uh, she ended this game. She lost by a mere two points, but what you did was very strategic. And uh, in this game, you can recall early. You don't. You can place all your drones out there and then recall, or you could recall early. Which threw Mike for a loop when I recalled early because he thought I would then get to set, put all my drones out there. But it's just part of, it's a turn, a recall. Just like in Manhattan Project, there's several games where you spend a turn just recalling all of your me pools or workers or whatever it is. In this case, it's your drones. So I recalled early on one occasion, threw Mike for a loop, but then he realized, oh no, now, and then I was like, it got back around to me. And I was like, no, I only still place out one drone and then it's your turn again. But we've discussed this game on this podcast. We, Me and Jerry like it a whole lot, but I wanted to get the perspective of Mike and Crystal. Crystal, as a relatively new gamer, you one might say, yes. you're still quite skilled. What's amazing about Crystal, I will say, mm-hmm. is most people, when they come into board gaming, they start off with like really light games. But Crystal just dove headfirst into the deep end. What was the first game you played? I do believe it was Viticulture. Mm, Viticulture, yep. not... Gen- I mean, it is a on the lighter spectrum, but it is not the lightest of games. There's a lot going on in Viticulture. Yes. And you do quite <laughs> well at that. I would say one of the first three games you played was freaking Dinosaur Island, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur Island's a lot. But Crystal grasped these games. So, Crystal. As a as the viewpoint of, uh, it's not that you're new, but that's what I'm saying. That's why there's a, there's a whole discussion about gateway games. What is a gateway game? For Crystal, a gateway game was freaking Dinosaur Island. Mm-hmm. Viticulture. Like, so it's for every person, it's different. What is it? Well, first of all, did you enjoy Cryo? Very much. Why? Because you have to do everything. All the actions that they lay out for you on the board, you have to take them all. Whereas some games you can bypass doing certain actions altogether. This one, you have to take all the actions. (laughs) They're all interlocked very well. Yes. Interconnected. This is a straight up worker placement. Once you put a drone somewhere, nobody else can go there. Everybody's trying to do like these other worker placement genres of work. Oh, uh, Cold Baron's an example of like, okay, you went here, but now I can go there as well. Mm -hmm. But I had to put twice as many people. Right. One of the Shim Phillips Garfield games does that. Uh, West Kingdom games were like, I go there, but now you had to put twice as many people there or something. That's fine. I prefer this style of worker placement. It's like, you're, you're blocked. You can't go there. Yeah. Now, do you, you, do you prefer that, Gabby? I do. You got, you got kind of. I got blocked out, but that's why. I crystal twice it, it, in this one. Yes. And it's irritating, <laughs> but that's what I like because there are <laughs> cards you can play. Crystal had and card. There's abilities that you can add on to your ship and it allows her. Or whoever plays it, but in this case, Crystal had it, where you could go to a spot that is damaged that mm-hmm. no one else can go to normally. But this an ability enables you to go there when nobody else can. I didn't have that card, so I was blocked out of all these spaces. And that's why I like worker placement of this genre, because it is, and I've said this before, I like being frustrated. As frustrated as I get, I like it when I need to go there. I can't. Mm-hmm. Now I can't. 
So now yeah. I'm frustrated. Why do I enjoy that? I don't know. I, I'm, well, why do you enjoy losing? It's all a mystery. I, I don't enjoy <laughs> losing. I don't enjoy losing. I enjoy playing games. Well, it's a challenge because when you when you go at it and you know exactly what your next move is mm-hmm. and that is blocked, then you have to reevaluate everything that you w- thought you were about to do on your very next turn. And it, and it's difficult. And this game is is the perfect example of that because in many instances, you were blocked. I was blocked. Uh, the game ended. I, I was – I had – many capsules ready to be delivered (laughs) and just was going to absolutely destroy all. Uh, But the game ended and I couldn't, I was stuck with them. I couldn't deliver them. Crystal strategically recalled early. (laughs) Yes. And then took that last token that just ends the game. Oh yes. Yes. And, and, but that's, that's the game though, is being able to think on, not really think on the fly, but have a plan, but then be ready to throw that plan away and readjust the plan. So, where would you rank this game, Crystal, in all the games that you've played? Oh, all about man. the ranks. How do you rank? Do you rank like uh, one through okay. ten, or so, what? Uh, how, yeah, okay. how are let's we ranking compa- here? Let's not compare it to everything else you played because you probably don't necessarily have it on top. Let's say, yeah, on a scale of zero to ten, where would you rank this guy? Just a good old fashioned ranking. I'm gonna go nine point five. It's nice. high up mm. there. I really like it, Mike. Way up there. I, I would say a solid eight. Eight and a half. Yeah, we gave it very similar scores. Crystal, you have played 109 games that I have logged. I have played 109 <laughs> games with you. I thought you were going to say that you have lost. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm surely to have won at least one of them. <laughs> but uh, you have uh, 50, that's 109 plays out of 57 games. So basically, Every game we've played, we played at least twice together. Mm-hmm. You have won. Let's see. I don't know if this. Uh, oh, your win. Your win percentage, one hundred percent in Royals. Uh, the two oh, times we've yeah. played, you've won both games. <laughs> I can't get her in. Royals. I like that game. Red Cathedral, one hundred percent win percentage. <laughs> mm. We played Wingspan Ragusa. I forgot about that game, but yeah. that was a that was a pretty good game. Yes, I it think is. Jerry has sold it though. It's one of those games that's like, it's really enjoyable, but it's like, we never really get back to it, though. There's yeah. some games like we enjoy. Like, just the other day, we played Twilight Inscription just the other day. I don't know where it's going to come out in the span of this podcast, but we played Twilight. It's a rolling ride. Have y'all played any rolling rides? I don't think you have. Like, yeah. Um, welcome to. Welcome to. We've played Welcome to. Has she? Mm, no. No. And by You'd she, like Welcome to. I mean, to. Crystal, I'm looking at here to my right. You'd like Welcome Mike to. to my left. Uh, welcome so you, to is very. I, I, I need I to bring welcome it. to that yeah. way we can get crystal. Yeah, uh, what do they call that? Rolling rights. Yeah, I know, but acclimated, uh, acclimated, oh. uh, used to and uh, involved in the rolling right genre to get your opinion of them. See, I don't care for them because it's not that I don't care for them. They're fine. I enjoy them while I'm playing, but they all feel the same ultimately. But. Uh, Crystal's taste in games is a lot like her taste in music. It, the the genres span uh, it, it, for her Over music. Everything. Music it doesn't matter. It could be country, rock, heavy metal. Uh, it doesn't matter. R and B. It it spans the spectrum. With her, it, it games are the same thing. Uh, we can go from cryo to um what's the the fun fun fair unfair 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 that's one of the cultures that's a game that you purchased when you were in the throes of 
learning about board games and all that they can offer. I stand behind that game. I, I, I like it. It's fun. It it's it's a good game. It's not one I would prefer, mm-hmm. but it is a is it a is a set collection. You're trying mm-hmm. to get all yeah. this stuff, yeah. Uh, it's a set collection, but it's, it's very take that. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the more unfair you play, the, yeah. you play the better it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, home oh, crystals. Uh, Pan Am. She won the one game of Pan Am we played. Uh, we only played one game, game of Pan Am. We've only played one game. We need to uh, circle back. Uh, as as far as the, I think we've played London a buttload of times together. Yes. In a in a quest to beat me, I'm undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite good. The game is irritating. Very. Culture and Colbert, and I would say, and Raiders. I would say those are the three that we've played the most together. Yeah. Uh, very enjoyable, all of them. So, how, okay, so for me, how would you could, how, where would you rank those? Like, you got Raiders, you got Viticulture, you got Dinosaur Island. Just any of these. Is there one that, like, comes, is there a game that you have in your mind that you would like to play this game? Basically, it would be your number one game. What is Crystal's number one style guy? Oh, I have no idea. If I said, if I said, okay, I'm coming over on Sunday, Crystal, it's up to you. We're going to play something we've already played. What do you want to play? But it changes so much. It would depend on the day. You you really like that uh, underwater cities? Yeah, I really like that. Cities. Yeah, I forgot. About What's that. the one where you're battling out with the like colonial soldiers? Oh, oh yeah, uh, West. Empire's Age of Discovery. Yes, oh, I really like that one. Very good at that one. So you're pro colonialism. I get it. Okay, <laughs> 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 but yeah, that, so but she's you, very strategic. You, do you have one on your mind? Like, do you have a game, or just say in your top three? Like, here's a game out of all the games that you have played, Crystal, which is a hundred, and. No, well, okay, games. You've played 57 games. So is there one that just bubbles to the top of your mind as a person that has played 57 games? You're kind of fresh into it, but yet you're not. But you're quite skilled when you do play much better than me. Hmm. But who isn't? I, I've, Everyone. I've, ex- I've accepted the fact I suck at board games. I just thoroughly enjoy the process. He's passionate about it. And that's every, okay. Every now and then, there's a game that clicks with me, like Concordia. Yeah. I love Concordia. Every game that me and Jerry played together, I've won. There's something about that game that clicks with me. You do really well in the uh, where you're the hotels. Oh, Grand yeah, Austria? Grand Austria, I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, think, I think Crystal wins all those. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. But you you do, you. it's closer. No, that's a game I really I really like. Grand that Austria game. is very yes. good. Yeah, Crystal does like Grand Austria. I kind of forgot about that. Let's see. I have all them listed. Grand Austria Hotel with Mike and Crystal. Mike has won. Mm. Uh, yes. I came in last on that one, the most recent <laughs> one we played. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. Crystal won. You came, came in, in last. Second. Oh, I came in second on that one. So wow. That means I came in last. But then here's another one. Or We're, third place. This one involved your son, Little Mike, who also played. He lost tragically by quite a bit. <laughs> he did not understand but, that. But uh, it was 178, Crystal 164, me 157. So I came in last on that one again. Uh, so I don't, we've played one, two, we've played three games at Grand Austria Hotel. I've won none of them. <laughs> Mike has won two. Crystal's won one. I come in dead last. I don't. I 
Why do I like game? I don't know. So why do I remember you doing better at that? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. You were incorrect just then. Uh, my bad. So for me, I so that's my thing. So it's like when it comes to gaming, I'm not, I'm not good at them. Why do I like them? First of all, you have the social aspect. I enjoy mm-hmm. coming over. You have many alcoholic drinks that always helps. And I, maybe that's why you don't win. I, just, I enjoy the association. <laughs> we should do an seems, experiment. Seems to be a correlation there. there. <laughs> but I enjoy. I I just enjoy. I, I don't know. It is. I, it's cliche and it's dumb sounding, but I do just enjoy the process. I, enjoy I do too. It's fun. Picking something, seeing how that works. Every mm-hmm. now and then I can see, oh, if I do this, then I, it's like you love making those, linking those chains together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can pull off combos and it, it just like, it, it, it trips that dopamine in your brain. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I enjoy, like when we go to, when we go to BGG, when we, when we get a chance to, it's, it's I like a constant. It's over and over and over again because we try so many new games. And in my mind, the the process of trying to figure out how do I get from point A to point B, point A being starting the game, point B to winning the game, it, it's it's amazing. Every every single time, the process of figuring out the victory path is I, I love it. And that's irritating about Mike. So irritating. Because he, you're like Jerry in the fact that you can play a game. For can, two seconds. Yeah, you can play it a round or two. And then it's like, bam, it clicks in your brain. Like, hey, and you know you need to do this, to do this, to do this, to do this, to do this. To win. And I don't, I don't recognize that until usually the game is over. <laughs> and it's too what late. Happened? <laughs> oh, no, I should have done that. And I'm like, oh, so that's how the game works. But uh, I don't know. It's just some people, it clicks with some people faster, and some types of games click faster. But And some people just withhold crucial in-game scoring look, look, sometimes rules you, that let them win occasionally. Sometimes you just forget. <laughs> and, and the rules wink, wink. Wink, wink. That's why you should always watch Rodney when you have the chance instead of listening to me. Thank you, Rodney. And Chris was just shaking your mm. head like, yes, <laughs> preach. Yeah. Well, Rodney's very thorough. Sometimes yes, he I is. leave out critical pieces of how to win games. Not for my own advantage. I just leave it out, period, and forget. On okay, purpose. We're, we're, we're pretty we're pressuring him to tell us everything so that we can get started. But I would like to point out that she never gave us a top three. That's true. Uh, and we, we <laughs> circle around. I, I'm looking for I'm I'm just looking for a game. What game? Would you want right to now, it I would said- be Cryo, because that I have not been disappointed at all in any aspect of that game yet. Okay, but that that could be considered recency bias. It's the most recent oh game you played, so it's on your brain. We've also played Marco Polo, which you liked a lot, but I don't like the fact that the one I play, we play the OG, that the traveling doesn't do anything. Unless you use the asymmetrical powers of the people, which we have not used amongst us. Oh, the, okay. So that, okay. yeah, that might change things, but the traveling in that game is. So say what you said yes. about that versus this. So in, in Marco Polo, you can, you can devote a lot of time and a lot of energy into trying to gain victory points via traveling in that game. But it's like the the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Whereas in cryo, 
as you're moving along, it, it comes to a point where the traveling, you, you have to travel. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. But the traveling actually means something at the end of the game. Uh, and I, if I remember correctly, the last two times we played Marco Polo, I don't, I didn't, I travel, didn't travel at all, I, no, yeah. at all, not like, even none. one space. It was a whole no, section of that game <laughs> that <laughs> didn't even, <laughs> didn't even have to do. Yeah. And, and we and, still won and, and still, you still came in third. Break the game. And, but again, we didn't play with the asymmetrical powers, which that's what, and that's, I don't thing. like asymmetrical powers. And we don't either. We, as yeah. the board game snobs whole, none of us like that because Ooh. how can it be fair? And that's the thing with Marco Polo. It's like, okay. So for instance, in Marco Polo, one of the powers is whenever you set your die on somebody else's die, generally, generally, not the general Lee in Dukes of Hazard, that's been canceled, but generally <laughs> you would have to pay a coin for right. whatever Extra. amount of pips is showing. Right. One of the powers is you don't have to do that. So you can just no coins. go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Another one of the powers is you can adjust the die to be whatever you want them to be. Oh, and that's too much. The die. So then if you need them to all be sixes, you can make them all be sixes. But if you have to stack, well, then they're still, you got to pay the, the pip price. But there are powers that enable you to travel. Uh, I, I don't know them. There, I know there's one where you have like two travelers out there. So mm-hmm. that would be very nice. Yeah. And traveling, and if you did that, and that's the thing, and that's what they, I've, ever, ever since I've heard about Marco Polo, they're like, every one of these powers seems overpowered yes. or broken. So it's like, oh, it sucks that I have to pay and you don't have to pay because money is very important, especially yes. when it comes to traveling. But if you have this dude, all you got to do that's already way far out there and well, well, then you can do your travel cards and get a bunch of points. So it, it's like your yours seems very powerful, and yours seems very powerful, and it always seems like well the one I have sucks. That's the way it yeah. always feels in asymmetrical games. But the- in Marco Polo, like the traveling is so expensive, it takes so much to travel that it's just never worth it. And the, and with that, when you when you're dealing with asymmetrical powers, depending on what you get dealt. You don't have any options. Whatever, whatever power you get dealt, that's how you're playing the game. Right. You, you get stuck to, if you're, if you get dealt the one that travels, you're traveling. If you get dealt the one that builds. Well, well, here's what people say about that. And you would think this is why I would like it. When I approach a game, like I said, Mike and Jerry, and I think Crystal does too, whether she gives, like you see, You're like uh, the legend of Bagger Vance. You see the path in your brain of where this needs to go. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing stuff. Whereas Mike like sees his path of, oh, yeah, I need to go here to go to here. and This will win me the game. But in games like Marco Polo, where you are, are assigned an asymmetrical power, that's what they say. One advantage is, okay, I can now lean into this. It gives mm. you the path. I know what I'm. I know what I'm good at, so this is what I need to focus on. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what I'm saying is it pigeonholes you into one now thing. You, now you got you're doing that one thing, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. and you're just like a monkey with a drum. You're just beating the drum. That's all. That's all you're gonna do the rest yeah. of the game. That's you don't. You don't have any option. Or to me, it takes kind of the sh- strategy out of it because yeah. 
you know you're exactly. dealt your strategy. You, right. You're dealt your strategy. That's how you're playing the Touché. game. Well, well said, sir. Crystal agrees. <laughs> yeah. Crystal, Barely. Crystal, how do you feel about podcasting with that microphone in front of your face? You were very trepidatious as I said. Yes, I was, and I have no but desire to ever hear my voice. It's not hard, is it? You've been doing quite I well. Wouldn't say hard necessarily. I mean, I mean, if me and Jerry can do it, Mike over here yeah. to my left. Hey, watch it. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now we got a Mike defender. Hey, <laughs> shouldn't have brought his wife on. There you go. Where's you that whiskey? Come on, at? More often. <laughs> hey, she's the buyer of the fine whiskeys. I know. That's why I come over here. Yeah. Has nothing to do with my association with good friends. <laughs> That's why we only give you the cheap whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the whole time I've been over here this evening, Evan Williams, the black label, not even the bo- uh, bottled and bonded. Y'all gotta go bottled and bonded. That's not to sweet. mix with. The bottled and bonded is just slightly more expensive, slightly. And it is a vastly superior whiskey. I get that, but I'm not buying good whiskey to mix. It's it's cheap. It doesn't matter. That's true. Whenever you're mixing it, it you just need a whiskey flavor. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just glad you haven't gone down to the Ezra Brooks level. No. (laughs) I've never even heard of that. So, no. It's quite terrible okay so every now and then we have stayed at a hotel what's that hotel that has like the free happy hour embassy suites Mm -hmm. every now and then my wife have stayed at the embassy suites and they have this oh free happy hour that's cool all right they give you the cheapest oh yeah most rot gut whiskey bottom of the barrel vodka whatever you can imagine oh well come to our free happy hour Sure, if you want a massive migraine in the morning. <laughs> you want to be sick tomorrow, don't you? And they have, I mean, and they'll have beer too, and that's really the best way to go. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I can't even remember the last beer I had there, but it was quite disgusting. Mm. <laughs> but it, they had a, they had a, they had a whiskey. It was below the Ezra Brooks level. It was like just absolute rock gut below bottom shelf. I it was know. bad. It was very, very bad, and I'm not a snob. I'm not a snob. No, you're when not. it comes to bourbons. I mean, I you'll drink it all. I will drink. I mean, straight. I'll drink it straight. I'll put a little ice or something on mm-hmm. it, but I can handle some Evan Williams bottled and bonded, hundred proof. You can get a you can get a handle of that, like a one point seven five liter for twenty five dollars at Total Wine and More. Mm-hmm. It's still. I think it's a. I think it's the top tier of the bottom tier. <laughs> but you go below that. It's the top the of the bottom. Of the worst. It's the best of the worst. <laughs> you go below that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, it was disgusting to even put in my mouth. It's but, like alcohol. What, what was Rubbing that, uh, alcohol, I think. What mean. was that one that you, uh, Larceny? Yeah. Larceny was pretty good, though. Yeah, that's a. For a, for a budget whiskey. The last time I tried it, I didn't care for it too much. Really? What's your favorite bourbon? My current, fa- well, Your current favorite. We've been we've been skewing pretty Very heavily to towards scotches. towards scotches. Oh, okay. I mean, heavy into scotches. Okay, but I would man. say a f- current favorite bourbon probably lean towards either Four Roses Single Barrel, yes. which is oh, which that's, is yeah, that's good. Uh, and again, that's a relatively budget, but also mm-hmm. I really like Garrison Brothers. Yes, mm-hmm. Garrison Brothers is nice, but that one's a little more pricey. Yes. 
It is. Now, if you're talking scotches, which is where our our so your president, it's what has my heart? Yeah, okay. it's the Offerman edition. It's what has your heart? Lagavulin. Lagavulin. The Lagavulin Offerman's edition Lagavulin. is Lagavulin. the cream of the crop. It, yes. You can, I, in my opinion. You can spend $200, dollars $500 on a bottle. We and, have. And we have. <laughs> We've got a bottle in there right now of Highland Park. Yeah. Uh, it's aged 21 years. It is amazing. It, it is right about 300 bucks. But you, you can't, can't put a beat. You can't put a on a 15-year anniversary <laughs> present. <laughs> yeah. You but can't you beat <laughs> that Lagavulin. Offerman's yeah. edition. Offerman. It's aged Ron in Swanson? Guinness. Ron yeah. Swanson. It's aged in Guinness barrels. It is so good. Wow. So good. And so after we tried it, we went and bought Guinness because we're like. You started carving it. Obviously, wood. we'll like it. I'm going to start carving it. Yeah, we didn't care for just the Guinness beers. Much, I don't think we drink it right. Because apparently what? you're supposed to drink it warm. Did you know that? No, I, yeah. I, okay, here's the thing Guinness is like this world renowned beer. Everybody's like, oh, it's a meal. It mm. tastes like a super light stout to me. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, it's not that big a deal. No. Everybody calm down with the Guinness. Give yes. me a Yingling or a Ziegenbach. Yes. Okay, no, I don't like Yingling. I don't like Ziegenbach. Do. But I will take many other stouts or porters or whatever class uh, Guinness is in. That he said he didn't like Yinglings. Mm-hmm. I don't care for Yingling. I'll drink it again. Does of it have course. alcohol in it? You'll drink it. I anything. will drink it. But it's not my favorite by far. Really? Mm. So what's your favorite? My favorite what? Beer. Stout. Beer? Beer. Just my favorite beer is called Yellow Rose. And it's uh oh, I, I believe it's brewed here somewhere in Texas. Well yeah, it's Yellow Rose. Yeah, it's called Yellow Rose. So now what about whiskey? Bourbon. We'll start with wi- bourbon. Okay, now see here's the thing. I'm not a man of means. <laughs> So it's like well, Kevin Williams, Ezra Brooks, or Jim Beam. What are we talking here? My, oh my Elijah Craig single barrel. <laughs> my my favorite thus far. I like Knob Creek. Knob Creek's good. Oh, yeah. proof. it's a yeah. solid. I like yeah, Knob I like Creek. the Knob Creek hundred proof. Yes, but see, and, you then you would probably really like Garrison Brothers. Okay, yeah. The reason it's got the, that bite. The reason I like Knob Creek hundred proof is it does have somewhat of a sentimental value to me. When me and my wife went on an anniversary trip to Tulsa, Oklahoma, because that's where the fans people go. Mm. Tulsa, Oklahoma. We went into a. Hey, calm down now. We went into a Chili's. Hey, <laughs> we decided to drink some alcohol. Got some wings. <laughs> Us and uh, uh, Michael Scott from the office. We're the real question we is, though, did you feel God in that Chili's that night? Feel yeah, all, every every time I go to Chili's, <laughs> every time. So, was it a, anyway? It was one of those type of restaurants. They're all the same. They're all the same. TGIF Chili's Applebee's, Applebee's. is absolute garbage. Don't <laughs> talk to me about Applebee's. <laughs> anyway, so we went in there and I was like, uh, "Give me a." Uh, but the, I was already at the point of where I just like straight bourbon, straight whiskey. Mm-hmm. And they don't really, that's not on the menu. Mm-hmm. They offer like a Manhattan yeah. or uh, what's the other one with, it's like bitters. Sour. Or is it old fashioned? Old fashioned. Old fashioned. They had, I said, what is, I said, what alcohol is in the old fashioned? She said, well, we use Knob Creek 100. Mm. I said, just give me that That'd straight. Be good, sour. Just, mm-hmm. No, I said, just, I said, give me the old fashioned, but just give me the whiskey. So she just brought me the whiskey. It was Knob Creek 100. And I was like, ooh, this is good. And that was the anniversary trip, me and my wife. And I was like, oh, that's a good taste in whiskey. So therefore, I like that. 
I do. I, I I tend to go to low end of the spectrum, so I like a lot of like the Scotch. Like I learned that uh, red and yellow labeled one that's in all the old eighties movies. It's a Scotch. Oh, just is it the Johnny Walker? No, no. it's not Johnny red Walker. And yellow. Red and it's, yellow. It's it's in the thing. It's in like Scarface. Like they all drink this. It's a medium level scotch, yeah. but it's good. Mm. Like I bought it as like thirty something dollars for you know the fifth, and I guess that's pretty good. Mm. But uh, I haven't had that many. High- I come over to your ha- home to drink, <laughs> you know, any quality scotch that or Irvig or whatever you have. It's the something vig and then a vig Harvig. It's a scotch. Mm. I'll have to show it to you later, but anyway. <laughs> is, it, is it in there currently? I don't know. I haven't seen your uh, pantry here lately. Yeah. You've been giving me the cheap stuff, like I said. So. My, my bad. <laughs> in all fairness, we've been drinking the cheap stuff, yeah. too. Like, <laughs> but it's like, uh, yeah, if, if, I had my pre- if I had my preference over scotch, bourbon, whiskey, I like Irish whiskey. Ooh. Oh, we like Irish whiskey. I Shoot. prefer Irish whiskey about uh, above them all because to me, it's just so much more smoother on the palate. So See, I like, like the smoke of the I, scotch. I, I do like some of the smoke, but I like the smoothness the of the Irish. The the green spot and the red breast. Yes. Those are my two favorite Irishes. Yes. Oh, oh, Teeling. I was going to say Teeling. I can't f- leave Teeling out. I'm sorry. Or Talisker. Yes. Talisker's a scotch. And there's though. some mm-hmm. Japanese whiskeys in there that I like a lot, too. We have not went that we direction have, yet. We've tried a few. That's good. But, yeah. All right. As well, far as now you've gone. made me thirsty, so we need to take a break, in which <laughs> we will not come back from, because that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Feel free to leave us uh, five stars on Apple, Spotify. Please rate and review us. Please tell a friend that's the main way that we can get new listeners. When we need new listeners, always we need them clicks. One of these days I want to go pro. Just with this podcast so I can quit my job truck driving. I'd like to quit truck driving someday. The hours are horrendous. He is good at it, though. He would also driver. like to get off that I mean, corner. I can, I can back up trailers better than anyone. Um, I, I'm the I'm the best backwards driver. Like, okay, whatever. You can claim that. It's not true. <laughs> he would like to get off that street corner backing that thing up as well. I do, too. As Juvenile once said. Hey. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. Crystal, thank you for joining me, despite your tremulous trepidations over there. <laughs> Word of the day has really been paid. Thank you me. for having me. All right. This is Mike. This is Mike. So Appreciate you guys. Crystal. Crystal. And this is Gabby. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.